and welcome to Couple of Idiots, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, and with me, as always, is <laughs> his wife, Penny. I remember today. Except I got all this crap under my butt. Darn it all. Oh, there we go. What's your clothing? Yeah, and as you can hear, I'm still on crutches. But my leg is getting better. Slowly. It's not quite as hurt. My microphone... I don't know how my microphone gets untwisted every day. All right, so what were you just snacking on that then you had to go puts away? <laughs> I'm going to put a bunch of extra S on the end of words like Squirrely Dan. And All right, Squirrely Dan. I had to put some ice cream back in the freezer. Has to put some ice creams back. <laughs> I don't know how why they do that joke, but I don't know. Listening to that is going to have me kids have bad English. <laughs> <laughs> you already don't have the best English on the planet. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, so really quickly though, we went. Why did we start watching uh, Jason Padalecki movies? Well, because of the fact that we were looking at watching something and they showed a f- clip of Friday, the th- one of the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Jared Padalecki was in it. Was, oh, we should look, go and look to Jared and Jensen's films. Yeah, like the 2009 Friday the 13th movie. He was in it, I guess. Yeah, Red Letter Media. We were watching. Uh, I like those guys. It's just nice to have on in the background. They discuss movies and uh, they talk a lot about bad movies, which I really enjoy watching. So. If you've never heard of Red Letter Media, go on YouTube and look them up. Their stuff is really long form, though. Everything is like at least an hour long. Yes, it is. They're funny. They're out of Milwaukee. Yeah. They gained a lot of fame um, early because they did these real huge takedowns of Star Wars, the prequel movies, and uh, they kind of blew up with that scene, I think. But... You know, those movies are only so long, but their, like, reviews of them were, like, three times as long. They, like, sliced and diced those movies. It's like going to film class, their reviews of those. So, and it's interesting. So, I like those guys. Uh, yeah, so we were watching Jason Padalecki movies. And uh, then he's in Flight of the Phoenix. So, we turned that on. But now his character's dead. And you're like, all right, this bores me. Yep, his, his character's no longer with us. I'm like, okay, time to move on. His character died in a really dumb way, too. I mean, I don't think there's any spoilers here. This movie came out in 2004, and it's a remake of, like, two, uh, 1960s movie. Yes. Um, yeah, a plane goes down in the Mongolian desert, and uh, there's a lot of sandstorms, and they got to figure out a way to get out of it, because they're not going to be discovered. They're way off path. And, uh, yeah, he just wanders off. He, like, walks way too far away out into the desert one night to take a pee, stumbles down a hill, gets discombobulated, and then is lost forever. And then the next we see, he's just, like, stuck halfway up in the sand up to his waist, getting sandblasted with a big shit-eating grin on his face and half of the flesh missing. It was really gruesome. He really should have kept in contact with that plane. I mean, everyone else was sleeping, and if ever anyone else saw him pissing, who cares? They're all men except for one. Uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone's a dude except one chick, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but it's a dangerous place out there in the desert. Get real. I'm not walking way to a far crater to fall in. <laughs> what an idiot. You don't even do that at home. You go right on the back porch. Hey, you know... Uh, you surprise. I mean, we live in the woods, 
and you know what? A lot of people pee around their houses to keep the critters away. That is not an uncommon thing. Oh, buddy, he's marking his territory. Watch out. When I say, oh, buddy, I'm talking to our male dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, people, they got raccoons and stuff. It's no good. Uh oh, I got a text here. <sighs> okay, when you're done with your text program that we were actually watching, which is Supernatural. Yep. We can start watching Supernatural. We did watch it. I mean, talking. We were watching Season 3, Episode 3, Bad Day at Black Rock. Do you have your notes up? I do have my notes up. I need to reply to this text really quick. Do you want to start us and then I'll catch up with you? Sure. The recap uh, is heavy with John Winchester stuff. Um, And then it goes into that blonde lady demon that introduced herself to Sam and Gordon Walker, you know, the hunter that wants to kill Sam. So we're figuring this episode is going to be heavy on characters. Yep. Opens up and it's at a jail. And someone is talking to Gordon, uh, also known as Randall from This Is Us. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that show comes back this week. Yeah. Of course, this is a podcast. (laughs) Well, yes. Um, You you are excited about This Is Us, though, right? Yes, I am. And it's going to be two hours. So Wednesday, we're going to have a whole box of Kleenex out here. Because we know it's going to happen. Um. Someone is talking to Gordon and tells him that the Devil's Gate was opened and then like shows him a map and all those railroads and everything. Like, yeah, it was big. And uh, they heard through the grapevine that the Winchesters were there and involved and Gordon is quite upset and wants Sam dead. Yes, he does. And, and the friend that's talking to him said, well, from, my, from what I heard from Bobby, they were there to close it. And, of course, Gordon thinks that Sam has Bobby... Hoodwink, uh, almost like he's like, I don't want to say, Jedi mind tricking him into thinking he's good when he's really bad. That sort of type of situation. Right. Uh, well, Sam, then we see Sam and Dean in the car, and they're yelling about the demon uh, lady and whether they sh- can help them or not. Like, they are just full on yelling at each other while driving down the road. Yeah, so we come to find out her name is Ruby. Um, Dean is mad and doesn't trust her. Uh, Sam's like, I don't trust her either, but I, if we can use her, we can use her. It's <laughs> yeah, like, he does. He explicitly says, I don't trust her, but hey, if she can help us out, let's take the risk. Like, what? <laughs> you just said you don't trust her. Like, do you trust her or not? Because you're not going to take the risk with someone you don't trust. I don't, I did not understand Sam's argument right there. Well, did you? I think, I think kind of what he wanted to. I think what he was trying to say was, no, I'm not going to go on blindly trust, trusting this demon. However, if yeah. she can be used to us. I don't know. He should, he should stay clear of her. Has he learned nothing? He learned nothing from this. I can see this is only season three and I'm already mad that he's learned nothing. I can imagine by later seasons, I'm just going to be screaming. We're not going to tell him what happened. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, then Dad's cell phone rings in the glove compartment of the car. I guess Dean just always keeps it plugged in and charging in the glove compartment. Well, uh, yes, he said he does that just in case any of his father's old contacts call. Yeah. Because, you know. Yep. And it sounds like someone broke into something. Some, Sam's on the phone. You can't really tell. Just like, oh, okay, thanks. Could you lock it up for us? Like, oh, something got broke into. Well, then Sam gets off the phone and explains, hey, did you notice Dad had a storage locker? It got broke off and broken into. 
They're like, all right, let's go check it out. So they s- peel off down the road to hit up Dad's storage locker <laughs> that they just found out about. Uh, and then we see two hunters uh, talking about Gordon and that Sam Winchester is a dangerous person. Do we know these hunters' names? I have Kubrick and Creedy. Okay. I'm probably going to ask you that a number of times right. here and because one of them, my and notes just says hunters. Right. And one of them was the guy that was visiting Gordon in the, in the prison. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a blonde-haired dude. Do you know which one that is? Uh, I think Gordon. that was Creedy. Creedy. I don't know. Okay. Sam and Dean, uh, they show up at Dad's storage unit and look around. And let me tell you, this is not a storage unit like one of those nice, clean U-Haul ones or something that you'd see on Storage Wars. This is like an old-school um, parking garage with extra garages in them that you can rent out. It was, like, all wet and damp and creepy. Everything is, like, dripping with water everywhere. <laughs> I did not see that. I saw a lot of dust. Um and when they opened it, of course, there was a devil's trap on the floor. Uh, there was a trip wire. They could see blood on the floor. So someone obviously tripped over the wire and got himself shot because it was set up, you know, or it's not set up. Yeah, it was booby-trapped. Yeah, there's the surgery was booby-trapped. Yeah, that is highly illegal, by the way. Well, if you, know you are you- caught setting booby traps like that, you are in big, big trouble. Well, I don't see why. I mean, because it's your stuff. You don't want it stolen. Nope, absolutely not. You are not allowed to do that. Because I was wondering about that, too, because, like, cabins up in the Northwoods get busted into all the time. For st- You know, kids just out partying, and they're like, hey, we'd like to crash somewhere for the night. They'll just, you know, throw a car through the front door and then <laughs> walk in. And I always wonder, like, hey, why don't they set up booby traps? And that's when I found out, like, oh, that's a big no-no in polite society. Well, polite society, it's not polite to break into <laughs> someone's stuff and steal something. I guess hunters live by a different rule, code, whatever. Yes, they do. Sam finds a soccer trophy that Dad kept of his as a kid. And I was like, Jesus, why did John worry about that shit? And then Dean finds, finds a gun that he built in the sixth grade, a sawed-off shotgun. So it kind of, it's just a little funny bit. There's a lot of that wacky music in the background too of this episode um i gotta find what this tune is and figure out how to relate to people what song this is but you know that little light ditty that they play the show that it's like comical i yeah but i wasn't really paying too much attention to what exactly was playing in the background yeah i mean just think of like a a bit like the seinfeld jazz riff (laughs) um But then they find a bunch of explosives and guns, and they're like, wow, they really didn't look too hard when they broke in. Uh, then they, there was a whole bunch of like old tackle boxes and toolboxes with markings all over them. Dean explains, hey, those are binding boxes. They keep evil objects, cursed objects inside of it. And then, oh, there's one missing. We switch over to the robbers that broke into the place, and one guy is shot in the shoulder and bleeding to death, and the other guy is really excited about opening up the box. Yeah, they're trying to say, you know, we should open it, we shouldn't open it. And they're talking about some person that um, paid them to steal it. They don't, they don't say who it is, but anyway, the one dude decides he's going to open it. Yep, they, he cracks the box open, and inside is a rabbit's foot on a chain, and they're pretty uh, bummed out at first. They thought it was really worth something. The <laughs> um, landlord or someone, he comes banging on the door, uh, complain about the noise. 
he sees the shot guy and then like tells the other dude, hey, go grab a med kit. I'll patch him up. Like, I really didn't notice that at first. I was just like, wow, good thing that landlord was there to help that guy from bleeding to death because he was really complaining about bleeding to death. And it sounded like this cat was in the military or something. Or? Yeah, he said it's an army medic in Vietnam. Yeah, so he's going to know how to help that he guy. He said, hey, out. this is your lucky day. <clears throat> yeah, so I didn't put that together at first, but we'll see that that all this is connected pretty soon. Sam and Dean, they roll up in the car, on the car used in the robbery. They knew what the plate numbers were and stuff, so they found the car somehow easily in well, a back alley. They said that it wasn't smart for them to not black out the plates when they parked it in front of the security cameras at the storage unit. And I suppose they... Well, then how did they just find it, though, driving around the back alleys of whatever town they're in? Well, I'm assuming they pretended they were police and got the information as to who owned it and what their address was, and that's why they found it. Oh. You know, they're not... It's not like they haven't pretended to be police in the past. Yeah, I guess. They just skip over. There's a lot of superhero stuff here. They just instantly always know when to show up at the exact time. <laughs> and it kind of drives me nuts. It kind of weirds me out that they always just stumble upon who they're looking for. Uh, well, they sneak into the robber's apartments with their guns drawn. Uh, the criminals realize that the lucky rabbit foot really is a lucky rabbit foot. Um, Sam and Dean uh, jump them. But then, like, Sam accidentally drops the gun, and a bullet ricochets all over everywhere, and then it turns into a big kung fu fighting. And at first, like, they just have the worst luck. Well, then Sam ends up getting his hand on the rabbit foot, and then now he has insane luck during this fight, and they end up winning. And <laughs> Sam and Dean realize, oh, it's the lucky rabbit foot that gives you lucky powers right i i put you know I, when they get to the building they go in there and comedy ensues um, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah at that point sam d could do nothing right and those two bank two bank robbers aren't bank robbers but the people that stole us could do nothing wrong up until sam gets his hand on the rabbit foot and then all of a sudden Sam and Dean can do nothing wrong, and the other two can do nothing right. Yeah, they, the writers here definitely demonstrate that the power of that foot is strong. I mean, it's instantaneous that your luck goes your way for everything. Mm -hmm. Well, next we see them pulling into a diner for food. Dean buys some scratch-off lottery tickets and starts winning money right away. His first scratcher, he got $1,200. <laughs> right. And in the meanwhile, Sam is looking in their dad's journal to see if there's any way they can break the curse for this... Oh, oh. Sorry, Nella just scratched me. <laughs> <laughs> she woke up. Bad luck. She woke up and stretched and scratched me with her nails. It's okay. We're better now. Uh, back at the apartment, the two guys wake up from the fight, and one guy goes and washes his face. And while he does that, I mean, you see that there's a bottle rolling around on the floor a couple of times. <laughs> he goes and he puts a great big one of those barbecue knives he used to flip over steaks or whatever on your grill. Barbecue he, fork. Yep. He uh, he puts that in his uh, in his clothes. Uh, not clothes. Sorry, his dish, dish rack. Drain. Yeah. Yeah. His dish rack will drain whatever you call it with the tongs up, and so instantly you're just like, oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> and you're just like, well, let's wait for this to now happen. And then, yeah, sure enough, he turns around, slips on the bottle backwards. Oh, and it's a most gruesome <laughs> death. Just the fork goes right through his neck, out his mouth. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Ugh. 
They've had some pretty, I think it's the sound effects that they add to everything. It's a very squishy sound effects <laughs> when people die. You're, yeah, that's true. You're right. They do have really. Because they didn't show it like poking in and then like coming out of his mouth. But they just showed like, you know, they just had such a sound effect. And you saw the guy falling backwards onto it. And then you saw a cutaway squishiness. And then they show it back. And then he's just laying there with a f- fork through his neck, out his mouth. And he's just gurgling it's yeah. like, oh god it was nasty cw back it down <laughs> giving these poor kids nightmares good for them kids should have nightmares keeps them healthy <laughs> okay um so the uh, uh bobby uh so we go back to sam and dean and i think bobby's on the phone with dean yes yeah, he knew about the other storage unit. You know, no reason to tell you <laughs> tell those guys about it. Bobby knew about it. Explains about the curse of the rabbit foot. Even goes in to say that Bobby made all of those uh, binding boxes that were there in the first place. It's like, thanks, Bobby, for the heads up so we don't <laughs> screw up here. You, I'm sorry, but Bobby's a bit of a jackball here. Oh, Why no, didn't he not. tell him about all this before? Well, he could have. Well, they didn't ask, so therefore. Well, it should have because now they are in a real pickle. Yes, because Bobby says it is a cursed rabbit's foot, and you have incredibly good luck until you lose it, and then you're usually dead within a week. Yeah, and Sam's like, well, we won't lose it. Dean. And then Dean says, well, we just won't lose it then. And Sa- yeah, and Bobby's like, everyone loses Everybody it. loses you it. You big dummy. <laughs> um. They was, so Sam and Dean go into the restaurant, and then they learn that they're the one millionth customer. And they get one of those big foam checks, and like balloons fall on them. And then we hear the comical, wacky music. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And, and the, the photo they take, Sam is like not happy, and Dean's all ecstatic and excited. Like, <laughs> well, Yay! as always, Dean makes the best of every moment. Oh, he does. He really does. And we go back and we see those two hunters. They're still tracking them down, but they got a good lead now. You know, the, probably the giant flash photography of them winning that prize is what I'm assuming that they saw. Because uh, they were like looking at a laptop or something. So. Well, that that happens later. There's we're still at Sam and Dean in the restaurant. Oh well, I my note says two hunters still tracking them down. They are still hacking them, but while they're in the restaurant. Sam is researching the rabbit's foot. Dean eats ice cream really quick and gets an ice cream headache. And then the waitress brings them a cup of coffee, but she spills the coffee. So she's sorry, 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 cleans it up. And And she is flirting hard with Sam here, totally distracting him. Yes, totally distracting him. And after she leaves, Sam spills his coffee all over himself. So Dean's like, well, that's not good luck. Sure enough. Well, he stood up and he crashed into a waiter. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did crash into It wasn't waiter. just the coffee on himself. It was like two bad things in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it's like, well, Dean had the ice cream headache. Right at that point, we knew the rabbit's foot was already lifted. Yeah. Uh, it was right then when Dean ate, got the ice cream. Yeah, those things suck. God, that is the worst pain. <laughs> it really headaches. is the worst pain. Um, so they realized that the rabbit's foot was taken. They run out. Uh, they run outside, and I put in my notes that was Ruth, but I guess it wasn't Ruth. It was someone else. You thought it was? I don't know who Ruth is. Is that's the demon girl? Ruby, and no, it wasn't Ruby. Oh. Okay, 
Uh, yeah, that's who I had in my notes, but I figured out later, oh, that must not be her. No. Uh, uh, but whoever this chick is, she wanders outside, takes her wig off, and walks away all uh, all happy. And Sam and Dean run out the restaurant, and Sam falls over. He immediately nearly. falls in the parking lot. Yeah, and the trackers then find something online. So yeah. that's when they saw them with the big check. Yeah, because they were talking about they were hungry. They're going to go look for Sam, but first they wanted to go someplace to eat. The one guy goes, oh, I know this really good place in town. Let's check their menu on the website. And sure enough, there was Sam and Dean's picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hilarity. oh, this is too easy. We know exactly where to find them. Well, I love that the uh, prizes, that the, the good luck that this rabbit foot dishes out then flips on people and turns into the curse. Yes, it does. Because, I mean, it was good luck to get it. But it was very bad luck to have had that happen then. So <laughs> I, I really liked that. I thought that was interesting. Uh, next, we see the uh, other robber. The other robber is drinking alone, and Sam and Dean walk in. So that poor robber, who was now without his friend, that got the the fork through the neck. Yeah, he was kind of drinking to his friend. Sam and Dean walk in on him. Dean asks, "Hey, who hired you?" Uh, then just like Dean dishes out the whole backstory about the rabbit foot and how the luck works, that it turns into bad, you know, unlucky, bad luck. Um, those trackers, the hunters, I don't, why did I put trackers? The hunters are at the restaurant looking for clues on where they went. On the phone with Bobby again, and Bobby says, oh, that sounds like Bella. Well, because of the they said they got a name from the guy. The only the only name they got was Lagosi, and so that's when Sam was or Bobby says, "Oh, it sounds like Bella." And of course, Dean's like Bella Lagosi, and but she just goes by Lagosi as a gag. I I guess so. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I love Bella Lagosi, but Jesus, that's a dumb gag. Um. Bobby says to look for his brother. Look for his brother? I don't know why I got that in my notes. Well, <laughs> I think Bobby's like, look out for your brother. But me Oh, not. yeah, yeah. Bobby says to look out for your, yeah, his brother, uh, Dean's brother, yeah. And because we see Sam in the background, like, dealing with some gum on his shoe. And he ends up, like, losing his sh whole shoe while Dean is on the phone with Bobby. <laughs> And this is the first time Bobby actually calls them idiots. Yep. <laughs> that was interesting to see the first idiot call out. <laughs> <laughs> so then Dean takes Sam to another heavily themed hotel room. I don't even know how to describe this one other than 80s cocaine room. <laughs> uh, sets him in the middle of it and says, don't move. Just sit here. Don't even, don't even scratch your nose. <laughs> Uh, then we see Bella is talking to someone on the phone about how much money she's going to get for the rabbit's foot. And we see that she's being real careful about not touching it. She's like grabbing it with uh, other items and like tongs and stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, kitchen tongs that she's holding it with. Dean gets the drop on her in her apartment. Back with Sam, though, he's sitting patiently in the middle, and the air conditioner lights on fire. <laughs> yeah, first it starts soaking. He's like, oh, come on. I, I'm not even near it, basically. He gets up. He puts it out with the blanket, and then he's standing there, and then his coat just lights on fire, the sleeve <laughs> of his coat. And then he, like, grabs the drapes and falls over backwards, 
And then those two hunters that have been tracking him down this whole time, they found him. Yeah, they happen to be standing right outside his window. (laughs) (laughs) How ridiculous. (laughs) Well, back with Dean, him and Bella, they both have their guns drawn on each other, and they are doing a lot of jaw wagging at each other. They are just talking trash. (laughs) That's what one does. Back with Sam, he's getting tied up by the trackers. And they tell Sam that Gordon told them that they should kill him. Dean and Bella are continuing to talk about the ethics between being a hunter or stealing artifacts. Because she thinks she can get quite a bit of money for this rabbit's foot. And yes, Dean's upset because she knows all about monsters and hunting and she just chooses to make a profit with it. And her response is, hey, we're all going to hell. Might as well make the best of it while we're here. (laughs) Dean's got light hands, though, or light fingers, and he ends up lifting it and runs out of the apartment. And now that he owns it, he's got the lucky protection because she can't hit the broadside of a barn with her gun. <laughs> yep. Bullets are just ricocheting everywhere <laughs> off of everything. Almost hit her poor cat. Yeah. <laughs> Sam gets, keeps getting beat up by uh, one of the hunters. Uh, he believe, he doesn't. The hunters don't really believe that he doesn't have visions anymore. But this hunter's a kook. He thinks he's on, on in on a mission from god based on how easy it was for them to find him like no it was dean's bad luck that made you find him but this guy now has got he's delusions of grandeur on a mission from god what movie is that from uh blues brothers yes exactly <coughs> dean comes in and has amazing luck <laughs> beats up the hunters by first tossing a pen into the barrel of the gun, then sidestepping the other guy's punch, and then he just threw a remote and knocked the guy out. Yeah, he uh, just throws it, knocks the guy out, and he goes, I'm Batman. And sarcastically, Sam's like, yeah, right, you're Batman. (laughs) Sam and Dean are outside. Looks like they're just going to put the rabbit foot in a fire. (laughs) It seemed pretty easy to get rid of that curse. Well, there were some, they mentioned some ingredients that they had to put in the fire um, because it was, it was originally, they discovered that it was a hoodoo curse that was on the rabbit's foot. So there were certain things that they had to put into the fire to uh, not only destroy it, but to break the, the bad luck that Sam has. All right. Well, while they're just about ready to drop the foot, uh, that Bella chick jumps out from behind a bush and pulls a gun on him. Dean starts getting really cocky since he still has the foot, but then Bella shoots Dean in the shoulder. Sam. Sam in the shoulder, yes. Bella's demanding the foot, and Dean then tosses to to her, tosses the foot to her, so she caught it with her bare hands, and now she realizes, ah, crap, now I got the curse. Yeah, she just instinctively grabbed it. She should have... Just let it fall on the ground in front of her. Yeah, but, you know, if someone throws you something, you just automatically go for it. So, <laughs> well, I didn't see it coming. I <laughs> just proved that wrong. I, I'm, I'm not looking at him. I'm looking down <laughs> at my nose, and he throws a lighter at me. <laughs> and you didn't instinctively go for it. Had I been watching you, well, I might not have because I would have known what's coming, but, you know. Well, experiment failed. Jesus. <laughs> well, that was a strong <laughs> overhand. I dodged it. <laughs> I'm going to try to catch that fastball. <laughs> All right. Stop screwing around. <laughs> uh, she then agrees to burn it, and she walks off all cranky. Back in jail, uh, the hunters report that Sam 
report back to Gordon, yep, Sam truly is a monster, and I know that because God led me to him. It was so easy to find that dumbass. God must truly want me to conquer him. Yeah. And then Gordon says something like, I want out because I need to go kill Sam Winchester. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get out and kill Sam. Credits. Well, no, in the meantime, um, you know, we see Sam and Dean walking back to the car. And at this point, Dean had more lottery tickets. I think he had mentioned earlier that they got about $46,000. Goes to reach his pocket and realizes that they are gone. Then we see Bella driving off in her car, and sure enough, she has the lottery tickets. She stole them from Dean's pocket when he wasn't looking. And that's when he realizes that they're gone and yells, son of a bitch. And, you know, you really liked, <laughs> what was that? Meow. It, was, it wasn't me. <laughs> now, no, it was me. I said meow. <laughs> now, uh, it was the part you're like, look at, look at Sam, look at Sam, look at Sam. Why does it look at Sam's reaction? Yeah, because uh, he does kind of like smile and like turn away from the camera. He's totally cracking up laughing when he says that. And the reason I said it, because on IMDb, apparently, I can't remember if they said Dean, that line wasn't in it or because he said it so forcefully that Jared Padalecki just started cracking up. But they kept it in there because they thought it'd be such a natural reaction for Sam to have to Dean yelling, son of a bitch. So that's why I was there. In that. So, yeah. No, that's cool. I like it. There you have it. Oh, and our body count on this episode is one. That poor guy that got stabbed in the neck with his barbecue fork. Did you ever have a lucky rabbit's foot as a kid? Um, no, we didn't believe in that sort of stuff. We didn't believe in luck and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I totally won one at the uh, my second grade scholastic book fair. Ooh. And uh, I hung on to that bad boy for like a good six months. <laughs> and then I found out it really was made from a real fucking rabbit's foot. I'm like, ugh, gross. That is pretty gross, yes. Well, I mean... What kind of industry is this where there's just so many extra rabbit feet floating around that they're like, oh, we got to do something with them. Here, put a chain on them and sell them as good luck charms. I believe because, you know, a lot of people eat rabbits for food. They're going to have excess feet out there. And although rabbits it was breed like rabbits and they do breed like rabbits. Yes, they do. And even though it wasn't lucky for the rabbit. You know, to have his foot cut off. I don't know where. Where's that myth from? Did you, we we should have really looked that up we, for this? Laura, yes. Why is well? We can look that up now. Here, fill fill time, Phil. Well, just a quick note on Bella. She's played by the actress Laura Cohn, and if you don't know her, she played Maggie Green in The Walking Dead, which is interesting because in The Walking Dead she's got the Southern accent, but Laura Cohn is actually a British actress. And so she's, you know, speaks with her natural British actress, British accent in this ep- in the show. And interestingly enough, she, like I said, is on that. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is also on The Walking Dead, and he happens to play John Winchester. So Dan's looked up the rabbit foot. And he's not saying <laughs> You it. are never going to. This. All right. <clears throat> In some cultures, the foot of a rabbit is carried as an amulet believed to bring good luck. This belief is held by individuals in a number of places around the world, including Europe, China, Africa, North and South America. In variations of this superstition, the donor rabbit must possess certain abilities, such as having been killed in a particular place, using a particular method, or by a person possessing particular attributes 
i.e. a cross-eyed man. <laughs> what well, the fuck? Well, you know, um, when they were looking up the lore on this rabbit's foot, this particular rabbit's foot, Sam did say it. the rabbit had to be sacrificed on a full moon on a Friday the 13th. So that's what made this particular rabbit's foot. By someone that's cross-eyed? Well, it didn't say cross-eyed, but... It was old hoodoo magic, he said. And There's also a thing in here that it should be shot with the silver bullet. In case it's a were-rabbit. It should be shot or captured in a cemetery on a full moon. Yeah, all this is... Uh, yeah, cemetery, full moon, Friday the 13th. That's what Sam said. But not by someone who is cross-eyed, necessarily. There's wide, widely varying circumstances may share a common thread of suggestion that the true Lucky's rabbit foot is actually cut from a shape-shifting witch. Ooh. So that's it. It isn't a really a rabbit foot. It's some shape-shifting witch that lives in the cemetery and you can kill it with a silver bullet on Friday the 13th and that's what you've got. Well, it's not just a regular old rabbit that that's wandering around. It's a monster <laughs> Well, now well, it makes sense. Before it was just a kind of silly, but now I understand. Yeah, now it makes perfect sense. It's got to be a witch, a changeling witch. Well, I believe in this wholeheartedly. Me too. Now it's purely legit. <laughs> now, now that it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Science. Total. <laughs> um. Wow, that's freaky. <laughs> I don't get that. The fuck, people! Yeah, <laughs> find something better to do with your time than no make kidding. Up spook Ooh, stories. My five o'clock bell just went off. <laughs> so that was a fun episode. I mean, yeah, I guess we just learned about rabbit feet. Now, is there a monkey paw episode? Because that was a big story when I was a kid. The monkey's paw. There must be a lucky monkey paw somewhere in the supernatural universe, right? Not that I remember. Oh my god! No, I don't. I don't recall anything like that. Because I think that was kind of the same thing as if you had this monkey paw, you could make three wishes, and they would totally come true, except the horrifying like outcome of that wish actually coming true. And I think in the story, like someone's like recent brother, someone died, and they wish that they were back alive again. Well, then they came back in like mummy form. There was like something else. That stinks. But sometimes magic like that also to. Get a light. Well, kind of like that episode where the, that lady had the reaper bound to her. In order to, for her husband to heal someone, someone else would have to die. So something like that. Hey, man, with all of this spooky stuff, the, no free rides. That's the one lesson that I've learned from Supernatural. You never come out ahead. There's no free rides. No, there isn't. There's always a cost to everything. We even had that episode where someone was just like super lucky, right? At the casino or whatever. No. Yeah, what was that one? Where the person came into town, they were super unlucky, and then they had a long string of bad luck. No. I do not know what you were oh, talking what about. What episode was that? It wasn't Supernatural. It was to our... It was a town in Alaska. Oh, that one. That's That's like the... Season 15, hello. We're kind of far off from that. We're oh, really? We're only in season three. Oh, crap. I thought it was one we already saw. I don't know. You've sprinkled in other ones along the way that I've seen once in a while. And well, yes, I have because I've watched them since the beginning. So if I'm watching an episode, you happen to be here and you're watching it. But yes. All right. Well, crap. Never mind that. 
was about ready to scream. Our listeners know the one I'm talking about, but I guess they wouldn't since we haven't watched it yet. No, they wouldn't know unless they're fans of the show and say, oh, yeah, I know that one from <laughs> That's season fine, 15. fine. I'm a monster. I totally screwed up the show. To that. Throw the emergency brakes. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Lord, Jesus, take the wheel. So body count. One. One, and then I think the day-night count. I think this is a little bit longer. I'd put like five, six days. Yes, I would say it was probably about a week. Yeah, it seemed to be a bit stretched out. Mm-hmm. A lot of dicking around, I'm sure, between scenes. Yeah, a lot of comedy <laughs> ensued. Yeah, I mean, well, we know that they had to go buy, go get, go get, shoe shopping since uh, Sam lost his shoe. Yeah, that's so true. That's going to take up time. Uh, he needed to buy another pair of jeans because of the fact that when he, excuse me, I had a frog in my throat. When he tripped in the restaurant parking lot, he woke, he stood up and he had scrapes on, you know, holes in his jeans and the yeah. knees and scrapes on his knees. Yeah, that's probably quite time consuming just having all that bad luck in a row. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the name of tomorrow's episode? Tomorrow's episode, season three, episode four is called Sin City. Neat. Can't wait to check it out. Just a reminder, we have a Facebook group, couple of hunters. Armchair hunters. Oh, man. Armchair hunters. We have a website called Couple of Idiots. <laughs> what if I had said couple of hunters and armchair idiots? <laughs> no, it's armchair hunters and couple of idiots.com is the website. Come on over. You can get all the episodes there and find out where to stream it from. Tell your friends. Rate and review us on, on uh, iTunes. That'd be cool. Yes, that would be cool. Hopefully we're doing a good job here. Yeah, I looked at the numbers. We don't have too many listeners yet, but, you know, it's a podcast. It'll once, grow. Once it's all done and people can binge listen to our entire show, that's when we'll really take off. Yeah, right. When we're good and dead. <laughs> 50 years a, from now. In a year when we're dead. <laughs> be the Van Gogh podcast and we'll be popular once we're <laughs> There you go. All right, thank you very much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, everybody, have a good night. Bye.